Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 57, chapter 5, part 5, pages 124 through 126. How we should imitate the Blessed Virgin Mary's love by performing good deeds and avoiding sin. Among all the virtues of which the Blessed Virgin has given us an example, love takes first place. Love is the crowning and synthesis of all virtues, and its practice is most noble. Wishing to receive the gift of such love, let us offer our whole life to God, seek nothing else but Him, undertake all tasks in His name, submit our will to His and desire for all his plans to be fulfilled in us and in, all, and in all others. Also, let us continuously implore God for the gift of love. Let us meditate upon his infinite mercy and grace, as well as his immense love with which he embraced us from all eternity and continues to be bestow many gifts upon us. We should also remove all barriers that stand in the way of that supernatural love. Let us practice this love by keeping the commandments and avoiding all sin, which, which destroys the grace and love of God and drives us away from him. Let us avoid venial sins as well. Although they do not immediately strip us of, the, of God's love, they nevertheless weaken it and eventually lead us to fall. St. Gregory warns against this. It is written, He who disregards small things will slowly fall, for he who will not avoid and atone for venial sins will slowly lose the state of grace. That's from one of the works of St. Gregory. These words do not mean to say that we may lose God's love and grace because of venial sins. No body can avoid small stumbles and falls, which often occur by accident and distraction. Rather, these words refer to those who deliberately neglect their venial sins and thus lose God's grace and love. This negligence weakens our will, making it easier to commit a mortal sin. This is the opinion of St. Gregory and of other saints, which was also corroborated by St. Vincent Ferrer. Although venial sins are not and will not become mortal sins, still we should avoid them since they lead us to mortal sin because he who condones a venial sin will eventually commit a mortal one. That's from his work on the body of Christ. Therefore, we should be diligent in avoiding everything that increases the danger of sin. It is also true that without God's help, man cannot remain in a state of love. A person who consciously disregards venial sins and does not try to avoid them loses God's protection and then commits a mortal sin, which leads to the loss of God's love. St. Cajetan accurately explains this. Solitude is another type of remedy for venial sins. He who flouts venial sins and does not avoid them claiming that they are not grave, neglects his soul. It is not surprising that he loses God's grace 
and protection. St. Bernard's words on this subject are even stricter. Let no one convince himself that he needs no improvement because it is no small thing to remain in common sins, even the smallest. This is the hardest hardness of heart and blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which does not merit absolution. That's from one of the sermons of St. Bernard. That is how great is the danger that comes from belittling venial sins. By disregarding venial sins, we deeply hurt our souls because we lose God's help and weaken our wills so much that by committing a mortal sin, we can easily forfeit the gift of love. We should beware of venial sins, for they truly offend God and contradict his will, but even more so because they pave the way for our downfall into mortal sin and the loss of the supreme good, which is God's love. Solicitous concern for performing good deeds in the best manner possible, namely with a pure intention for serving the glory of God, is also helpful in attaining the perfect love of God. We should perform good deeds diligently, piously, and humbly. In all our works, God looks first at our inner intentions. We should strive to perform our duties with such care as if our salvation depended on it. St. Thomas Aquinas taught, taught, we should carry out our duties with diligence and the best we can in following the virtues of Jesus Christ in the presence of the triumphant and militant church. We should do it as if our entire salvation, the glory of God, and the good of all the faithful depended on performing this single duty, as if we could never return to this matter, or as if it were our final task. For whenever we carry out a task, but simultaneously hurry to take on the next one, we divert our mind from the first. For instance, when we pray, but having decided to write or read, we lose our fervor to pray. That's from uh, a work of uh, Thomas Aquinas. The point is to perform all our duties carefully and diligently. One well-accomplished task has more merit than many carried out without care and love. Besides, this may very well be the very last task in our life, which death can suddenly cut short. Therefore, let us not start a second task before finishing the first one, and let us work in a way that best glorifies and worships God. Since in all good deeds we are to seek God and glorify him, we have no reason to anxiously look for new duties, since we already give glory to God by performing the task at hand. If, however, we become concerned about forgetting another task while performing the first one, let us hope that God will remind us of it at the opportune time, should it be beneficial for our salvation and his glory. In this last section of the chapter, Venerable Casimir wants to teach us how we can imitate Mary's love. We should do works of mercy and avoid sin. He says love takes first place among the virtues. He tells us to offer our entire lives as a gift to God, like Mary did. We should also continuously ask God for the gift of love. 
meditating on his mercy and his grace can help us to deepen our love for him. And like Mary, we can want to avoid all sins which destroy or weaken the love of God which is, should be in our hearts. Even venial sins get us into bad habits. They weaken our will. We can do nothing without God's help. Without God's protection, eventually we can even fall into mortal sin. We ought to perform our duties with care and offer them to God. Multitasking results in our doing a lot of things poorly. We can only do one thing at a time well. So if we offer to God what we are doing at the present moment with love, we are fulfilling God's will. And this is all that he asks of us. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Kazmir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazmir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, 
I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.